Yo, what's happening, people? Welcome to the 0596 podcast. And I'm with a very special guest of me right now. I'm with Cass, who's a social media marketer within sport. And today we're going to be talking about how he got to where he is and a few topics about football. So how you doing, my bro? I'm all good, my bro. How you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad, man. Uh, how was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Um, played a bit of football. Uh, not much else, to be honest. Just relaxed. What was the football saying? It was good, it was good. We got the win. We got the win. That's all that matters, to be honest. Rah, what was the score? What was the score? 1-0, man. I came up clutch with the only goal, in it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're moving like Luis Suarez, Atletico, 1-0. Prime Suarez, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I saw... I swear you showed me that... No, it wasn't that game. It was a different game. It was a different game, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a different game. Okay. Different game. You, didn't you go thing, though? What's it called? That um, Turkish joint? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on Friday. Yeah, I went. I, to a, I went the weekend, innit? Yeah, no, nah, but it was it was nice though, because obviously I've been fasting uh, Ramadan, which is coming to an end soon. But um, yeah, playing football while you're fasting is a bit of a different experience. It's actually quite mad, but you got, it's all about mental strength, to be honest. I can imagine, bro, because you're just hungry, you're thirsty. Yeah, thirsty just... more, to be honest. You just at, at half comes to half time, and you're just seeing all your teammates just like drinking loads of water, and it's, it's kind of hard. You're just like, oh, just give me a drink, yeah, like, give, yeah. give me a little sip or something. Resort to drinking rain and. I'm <laughs> <laughs> dead. Like, I even saw a video of, um, was it Pogba versus Roma? Yeah. And apparently, they're, they're giving him like tests yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they tested him after the game because. They were like, how's this guy fasting and playing like that? Because he had a sick performance that game. So, yeah, they tested him. Boy, these are just some haters, man. For real, for real. Yeah, so what made you decide to pursue a career in social media? To be honest, um, I feel as if social media is huge. Like, obviously, you know, um, to a certain extent, you were involved in social media as well. Um, it's it's everything to be honest. We we grew up on it. Apps like Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Um, I just feel like it's ever growing. And to be honest, all you have to do is look at you know the biggest companies in the world. They use social media as one of their biggest tools to you know generate revenue, um, attract customers, um, just you know drive drive engagement and 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 gain an audience. To be honest and feel like that's the most effective way um to market a product um a service whatever it may be and i just see it growing to be honest um and obviously it's fun as well because if if it's something that you do for leisure i mean we we pretty much scroll scroll through our phones all day long on social media um and if you can turn that into um business to generate revenue for yourself then i think it's only a good thing to be honest so was it a thing where you simply was like, wait a minute, I've been scrolling for ages, I'm always on socials, why not try to get paid for this sort of thing? Exactly, exactly. And uh, and obviously you mentioned at the start that um, I'm specifically um, involved with sport and I feel like particularly in the industry of sport, social media is, is growing and it's becoming massive. Um, companies, you know, sports specific companies like media companies like BT Sky um yeah the sports companies that I mentioned like Adidas Puma whatever they're using it as a as a tool um and they're using athletes as as walking billboards to a certain extent to to market their product and I I just I just love that idea I love the whole concept and I feel like it's something that definitely um to a certain extent is kind of untapped because 
it's new it's very it's very new um phenomenon but um definitely yeah i found that's that's basically why i wanted to get involved with it yeah and it's like i mainly use social media to find about football transfers yeah what's been going on who's yeah. been playing shit yeah exactly etc etc so you're at like the main stage where everything is happening anyways you know exactly. what i mean exactly and so tell me more about the sports side of social media in terms of what you're doing so what i am doing specifically is basically i market for so currently i i work for a professional football club uh, in the football league um and i market to basically i use channels such as instagram twitter um facebook working on tiktok because obviously that's a very up and coming platform um to basically yeah help market for the club um help market for all the things surrounding the club so initiatives within the local community um you know all the things that make the club look better all the things the things that the club wants to promote um that's what i look at basically and and how we can optimize social media channels to to basically make the most out of out of these things and basically promote what the club wants to do as much as possible because if you think about it um these days your your news outlet is probably some form of social media you probably not even probably it's it's fact that you get the fastest version of any news via social media it's yeah, not it's not a newspaper like it used to be do you know what i mean mm. you could turn on the tv but at the end of the day everyone has a phone everyone is pretty much always on their phone so you know that's that's the kind of thing that that I am involved in and yeah and obviously because my passion my biggest passion is sport football specifically um yeah working for a club is pretty much my dream and I'm lucky to uh, have have this job that I've got right now yeah for real man so is there a thing where you go to the trials and you like take pictures or videos yeah, or it could be could be things like that so um even something as small as so for example I'll give you I'll give you a pretty recent example from what from what we're working on we've been working on um season ticket promoting season tickets for the 21-22 season um how we can look to promote that as a campaign within the local community so for example using a school a local school um basically giving out season tickets how we can get the community involved to basically give us a better name as well as pushing forward what we want so in this instance it would be the season ticket and that applies to anything universally to be honest like shirts shirt sales um ticket sales um obviously when we're not in the time of the pandemic but um yeah um that's pretty much what it is what so what would you say like you mentioned facebook adverts instagram twitter yeah what's the most effective in terms of getting the word out in terms of getting more people listening more clicks that sort of thing in my opinion i feel as if if we're talking about sports specifically i think i think instagram i think instagram's the the best because i feel like the audience is the balance of the audience is perfect it's not too old and it's not too young i feel like with tiktok for example you've got a very young audience that's up and coming um and obviously in my opinion moving forwards that is the audience that people should try and target but if we're talking about a football club specifically um that's not just young people we're targeting all age groups um all demographics so 
Instagram, yeah, because you know it's got a, it's got a good balance, and um, in my opinion, people's attention span over the years has become significantly worse. So the way people digest information is it's a lot easier through images and videos. Yeah. Which is why Instagram's better than a platform such as Twitter, where they have to read threads and and articles on Facebook and stuff like that. So yeah, for that reason, I'd say Instagram. Yeah, I'd agree as well. A lot of people are more more visual learners these days. Hundred percent. Exactly. I mean, me myself, I'm I'm definitely more of a visual learner. Yeah. Stuff like that. I'll say Twitter can be good in terms of just extra information. Exactly. Where you can also see the pictures of what's going on, and yeah. you can also see some tweets and also other people's replies as well yeah 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 and and obviously with twitter you've got the thread feature which is you can have like conversations and debates and and obviously sometimes it's specifically in football it can get a bit toxic but um yeah yeah no you're right um in terms of that yeah i'd say football twitter is just a fucking oh it's a shambles that's just toxic it's just like a war zone yeah it's actually incredible it gets it sometimes it just goes too far and you're just like wow it's only football but more time it's just these kids bro yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) these 13 year olds if they're like they got like Neymar profiles and all that yeah burner accounts (laughs) yeah that's not even a that's their main thing as well that's what's so funny about it so lame and more time is bots as well yeah there's a lot of bots yeah but yeah, in terms of um, marketing, I definitely agree in terms of like Instagram would be more effective. Mm. So what would you say is like the most enjoyable thing about working within sports? Um, for me, I'd have to say like the behind the scenes aspect of it, because obviously, you know, you get, for example, like I get to go to the training ground. Um, if it wasn't the pandemic, I'd be going to match days, mm. covering like live on the stories and things like that. I mean... It's, it's perfect for me. I get to do what I love, which is watch football, um, be in and around football, a football environment, um, whilst basically just covering it on social media. Um, it's a perfect job for me. I think it's just, I enjoy coming into work every day and not everyone can say that. I feel like um, with anything you want to do in life, you need to enjoy it. And um, you shouldn't just do it for the purpose of, for example, making money, because then it's not sustainable. Yeah, for real. Like that's it's definitely a big win win. Yeah, hundred percent. There definitely are people out there that just they hate their jobs and they just kind of firm it. Exactly. But they're not knowing that that's destroying them. Yeah. Slowly yeah. and slowly. Yeah. Of course, everyone's situation is different. You might have to firm that job because you need to pay for bills, etc., etc. Yeah, definitely. But it's all about mindset. How long are you willing to actually? Part with it. Because some people, if you've got the mindset of this is just a temporary thing, I'm doing this to do something else, then that's fine, yeah. Yeah. But it is, like, it's a blessing to say that you enjoy your work and this is what you actually want to be doing. Yeah, no, I definitely feel very lucky. I appreciate the position that I'm in and I just hope that um, I can just grow and basically keep, continue to do what I, what I love in the future. Yeah, for real, man. So what experiences have you had so far? Um, so before, uh, this, um, I was unemployed for a little bit because obviously the, the pandemic hit hard, but, um, before that I was, um, I was at uni, I was studying, um, a sports related, uh, degree. Um, but during my time at uni, I had a couple of actual work experiences. Um, one of which was particularly, um, valuable for me because, it was actually in a in America, so I was in New York for a month. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I was I was working for a company called Open Sponsorship, and 
basically what they do is they're like a in simple terms you could you could say like like a Airbnb for athletes and brands so they work with sports sponsorship so they've got NBA athletes Premier League footballers um they've got some big names on there they've got you know the likes of like Jack Wilshere they've got Odell Beckham they've got Russell Westbrook um, oh, big, some, some big names yeah, yeah big names and what they do is basically they so brands come to them athletes come to them and they basically pair them up so a brand looking for an athlete to market their product so for example like a protein shake company or whatever yeah. a nutrition brand they'll go to open sponsorship and be like okay we're looking for an athlete we need an athlete to to market our stuff and um they'll basically facilitate that and and vice versa the athlete wants sponsorship deals to get paid off the field of play they'll go there to that marketplace and they can find the suitable brand that they can basically market their product um and yeah and that was that was an eye-opening experience because it was my first raw experience within the industry but it also taught me life lessons because obviously that was the first time i lived alone like across the other side of the world from my family and stuff like that so it oh, was you was, good you was on your own well i was with a friend but um funnily enough i only actually met him for that trip like i didn't oh, i didn't know okay. him beforehand oh, okay okay so we kind of had to it was an yeah, it was definitely an experience cuz we had to get to know each other like on the spot we met each other for the first time at the airport. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> and then we were just living together for a month. Bare small talk at yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, nah, it was nah, an nice, Arsenal fan. Nice but... weather we're having. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how long was you out in New York then? A month. A month? A month, yeah. That's, it was sick, that's man. decent, it was, that's decent. It was decent. probably one of the best experiences of my life because it was just lovely. Like, New York is amazing. It's an amazing city. And working, I was working in the middle of Times Square as well. So, oh, for real? Yeah. So I was coming out and it would be evening and obviously Times Square at night time is amazing. I'd, I'd go to gym. Like, I had a proper routine as if I was from there. Um, yeah, no, it was sick. I'd love to go back there, 100%. Yeah, that defo sounds wavy, bro. No lie. Yeah, no, it was sick. Definitely. What is, is there any, like, ideal companies that you would like to work for? In the future, um, I'd say my long-term goal is to work for a company. I mean, my my dream is Nike. Like, I've got my eyes set on that. Like, I would love to work for Nike um, behind the scenes on, like, product promotions such as, like, football boots and things like that because, um, to be honest, since a young age, I've had a just a crazy obsession with football boots like I used to go on Nike ID all day and just design football boots yeah, in, and in, never end up buying them. in IT class <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah that's the dream man like, I'd love to work for Nike I'd love to um, be behind the scenes with footballers like on on the sh- like with, on the shoots and stuff like that um, that just that's my ultimate goal and obviously uh, obviously I said I'm working for a football club now if I could do what I'm doing for Arsenal, um, which is a team that I support, um, unfortunately. Yeah, then, let's, let's not talk about Arsenal yeah. right now. We're not in a good place right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's the ideal, man. Uh, Nike or Arsenal. Yeah, because it's sort of like you're still sort of living the football lifestyle without, yeah, 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 without yeah. actually having to play football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's, that's still a plus in itself, you know what I mean? Yeah. So who would you say is your young player of the year? That might be a bit of an obvious one, but yeah, who's, yeah. Your, who's your young player of the year? My young player is Foden. I think everyone would say the same. Um, he's just oozes class, man. He's he's 
one of the best players in the best team in the league. So and at such a young age, so it just speaks volume about volumes about him. Um, he's crazy, man. I think I think I haven't seen in terms of English players. I haven't. I don't think I've seen a um, player with that much natural ability since like Wayne Rooney, to be honest. Because um, yeah, yeah I'd, man, I'd, 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 I'd agree with that as well. Yeah, I, but I gotta give a shout out to my guy Saka, man. Saka is yeah, he, Saka he, he is, needs a shout out. He's quality, man. He's he, and obviously he, I feel sorry for him because he's carry. He's been carrying a poor Arsenal team for the whole season, albeit we're still in tenth or whatever. But he's class, man. And and I feel like because of the team he's in, he just doesn't look as good as someone like Foden. I'm not saying he's on Foden's level, but. He definitely the team that he's in like affects affects how he's perceived. Obviously Mason Mount as well. He's he's been quality. Yeah, he's been he's, hard. He's taken Chelsea right. to the Champions League final and like he he's another one. He's 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 quality. I mean England's future is looking bright. To yeah, how how old is Mount? Like twenty two. Mount is 20. 21, 22. Okay. I but I would say like if you were to put Saka in the Man Man City team. He'll probably be doing the same thing Foden's doing, maybe even better. Maybe, maybe, but I think I think if Saka was in the City team, I think they'd play him left back. To be honest, because yeah, cause that's it, where Zin, like Zinchenko, Mendy play. I think Saka. He's better than both. Of them. Yeah, I think he's better than both of them. I think I think and the way Pep likes to play, with like attacking fullbacks that can join him with the midfield and the attack. I think Saka would be perfect as a left back for City. Um, I think I do think later on in his career he'll push further up the field like play as an attacker kind of like Bell did but um, I think yeah no, that would be that would be crazy to see yeah so you're, but your solid player solid young player of the year is definitely Foden yeah no, 100%. Cause 100% I remember I even remember you telling me about he's more do you say he's better than Holland or same no, level I think same I level just, I think he's on the same I think I put him in the same category as Holland because Obviously, they play different positions, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Haaland's just an out-and-out machine goal scorer. But, but I in, think in terms of like Foden, overall potential, ability, yeah, yeah, potential. I don't see why. I don't really think Haaland has an edge over Foden. I think Foden is crazy, man. His potential is just it's unbelievable, to be honest. But the way Foden takes shots, he takes big boy shots. Yeah, 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 he takes shots. Like, but I like think that's the one, shots. the one aspect of his game that needs improving is his finishing a little bit because. Foden's biggest attributes is the way he receives the ball like on the half turn, his dribbling, like his vision, his understanding of the game is is beyond his years. Like he's he plays like an experienced player. Do you know what I mean? He is his awareness of what's around him is 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 perfect basically. But like his finishing is different. That's something that I noticed across like the Champions League um, semi-finals against like PSG. I think he could improve on that a little bit. But obviously that's something that can be worked on. Um, he's still young he's still very young so he's got time yeah for real it's weird though because like shots from outside the box he's more likely to score than, than, yeah. than inside the box it's yeah, a weird yeah, one yeah, yeah. So, certain players are like that man they just hit because it it's, I don't know man because inside the box is a whole different skill it's about composure it's about like slowing it down and placing the ball rather than just Hitting it as hard as you can. <laughs> yeah, for real. But he's definitely had an amazing season, man. Yeah, definitely. So who would you say has had, like, the most disappointing season? You know what? Probably the whole Arsenal team. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> I'd say, like... I know who I'm picking. Who are you picking? A Bamiyang, man. 
Yeah, Aubameyang's up there. I can't lie. He's I, been I, absolutely shocking. Aubameyang, right. you know what? As an Arsenal fan, I have to say Aubameyang as well because he, in a season where we've needed him the most, he's been non-existent. He's been, like. he's been a joke, man, the whole But then year, again, bro. the only thing I'd say about that is he, he can't do it all himself. I mean, he has done in the past, but our whole team has been shocking, like, so bad, with the exception of Tierney and Saka. Like Lacazette's been good. Yeah, Lacazette's and that's something that I don't get. People get onto Lacazette. I think I, he's, really, I think he's a baller. Yeah, I think I rate Lacazette, man. I don't, obviously, he could score more goals as a striker, definitely. But I just I think he gets too much stick, man. I think he's I think the way he holds the ball up and his touch and everything, the way he brings people into the game, we miss him when he's not playing, and and it's it's clear to see like, but. Yeah, man, Aubameyang's been disappointed. Even Partey, I've been disappointed with him, man. But oh. he's, I'll give him, I'll give him time because it's his first season. Um, he's had injury problems and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, we'll we'll wait to see what he does next season. Yeah, Partey's always doing these launches, bro. That guy can't shoot, man. He, he is. He's he, it's like he's not trying to hit the target yeah, the way yeah, he shoots. Yeah. It's I don't crazy. think I've seen him hit the target once, bro. I, I don't think he's no. He hasn't got a single shot on target for us. That is very poor. That is crazy. But. You see, what I don't like about Aubameyang is that everyone says, oh, play him up front. He's not getting enough service. But how many times does he get service and he still fucks it up? Yeah, his conversion rate is not the or, best. have you ever seen this guy, like, win a header, bro? Or yeah, just simply, other, the simply day, holding up the ball? He, he hit the post, but to be honest, it's not, it's not common. Like, he's, he, I think he's... So, I, I want him sold, bro. I mean, to be honest... That's Arsenal specialise in giving old players like extended contracts, so I don't know I don't know how likely that is. We could have we should have probably cashed in on him when we could have got a bit more money, but now who's gonna want him? To be well, honest. I can I can see Aubameyang ending up in like MLS on some crazy contract yeah, soon maybe, enough. Maybe. Something and like that. You never know. Maybe I don't know, maybe there's one more year, two year deal left in him for a big club like PSG or something. I don't know, maybe they'll take a gamble because who they play? They got Icardi up top, and to be fair, I like Icardi, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's called. Yeah, yeah, he's a, good. A lot of people don't rate him, him as a person. Yeah, yeah but as a yeah. as a baller, I think he's hard. Him at Inter Milan, he was called. Yeah, 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 definitely. I swear he's still at loan. Is he on loan at PSG? Is he permanent? Um, I think he's permanent. You know, I'm okay. Not so, who was your best player of the year? Oh, I'm just my player of the year. I'm gonna need a top three. A top three. Yeah, I need a top three still. Um, so I'll go with Gondwan. Number one. The thing is, I don't know about my order in it. Uh, right, the cool. order's a bit. Alright, cool. Just do, just do your top, top three then, three. but not, not Gun- in order. Not in order. Gondwan. Yeah. I have to put Kane in there because obviously Tottenham are trash, but Kane's got the most assists in the league and the most goals, Insane. so he can't not be in there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um. And then I'd say Ruben Diaz as well because he's probably arguably been like signing of the season. Um, he's just been immense. Like he's he, the difference he's made to that City team, kind of resembles the Van Dijk Liverpool effect. Um, and he's young as well for a defender. He's very young, um, so he's just gonna get better and better. Like I think that was a quality signing by City. Yeah, when I saw. City signed a new defender. How much did he cost? Fifty mil or something like yeah, that. Something, something like that. And I thought, who's this random guy yeah. from Benfica? Yeah, like, yeah. who, who is this guy? Then I'm seeing him play. He's just 
just smooth, bro. He's 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 a mix between like an old school defender and like a he can play as well. He's not like he's not just like, and he brought the best out of people like John Stones as well. Like that's what is underrated about him. He's he's like John Stones wasn't. I mean, he's always had the ability, but he hasn't been performing to this level. Um, for a while, yeah, for, for a, a very, while, for a very long time. And ever since he's been next to Ruben Diaz, uh, it's just performance levels have just gone up, like crazy. Yeah, I think if even if like Diaz started scoring more often as well, he would just become even even more elite. Like a Ramos type, yeah, because yeah. he doesn't really. He think he's got one goal this season. Yeah, but obviously defenders obviously ain't their job to score. But yeah, yeah. if that was the case, that would like you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. put him up to Ramos level. But I would say, I would say Kane, player of the season for me, number one. You think so? Yeah, definitely number one. I say Diaz second, and third I'd say. Uh, third. Hmm. Third is a tough one, man. You know the only reason I'd say Kane can't be number one, yeah, in my opinion, is because of where Tottenham are, and I know obviously it's an individual award, but. At the end of the day, football's a team sport. And if you bang in, like, 100 goals in a season, but your team get relegated, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, innit? You think? Yeah, obviously, it's it's good. It looks good for your stats, but... Where did it get your team at the end of the day? Like, I know that's not Kane's fault, but... Mm. No, I get what you're saying. I just feel like... Because, obviously, even, like, with something like the Ballon d'Or, like, they they usually decide that they pick a player from the team whose team won the like, Champions League or like if it's a World Cup year then because Modric won Champions League and he got to the final of the World Cup so he won it um, not that I agree with that because I think Messi should have won it yeah, that year no, but I think, no one I think the only one. exception to that rule is probably Messi because he's just everyone just knows he's the best but to be honest yeah no Kane, Kane's most goals most assists so it's hard It's hard to argue with that but um, yeah no I hear what you're saying so what's your opinion on Salah then? Because a lot of people, because he's um he's on twenty goals right now, one behind Salah's, Kane. Salah's class, man. I think but, he just I think he gets a lot of hate for no reason. I think because of the standards standards that he set in his first season, mm. people forget like that what he still does is pretty insane. And if he was anyone else, people would be talking about him a lot more. But I mean, for him, it's it's normal, isn't it? <laughs> A lot of people are saying, like, why is he not in the team? He should be in the team. He scored 20 goals. But some people are saying... I hate when people say this, when they're like, oh, he only scores pens, though, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking you still have to score the pens anyway. Same, same you know I mean? with Bruno Fernandes, to be honest, because I rate Bruno yeah, highly. I like, rate him highly as well. I hate United a lot, like, with my heart. I do not like Man <laughs> United. But Bruno Fernandes is a quality player, and you got to appreciate a good player when you see one, man. Because, like... At the end of the day, people might not like some of his antics, like dives and stuff like that, but it's still quality, man. you got to appreciate it. Yeah, and a goal's a goal at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Penalties are not easy to convert. Like, obviously, you should be. It's in the striker's favour, but it's a mental thing. You've got to be very mentally strong to be able to... And the more, the more penalties you take, the harder it is, because, you know, goalkeepers study these things. Like, they study where you're going to put it, things like that. So it's a mind game as, more than anything. If anything, it just shows how, like, tough he is mentally to be able to score that many penalties in one season. 
Yeah, and again, it's back to what we were saying before. It's just these stupid tr- Twitter trolls, man. Yeah, these yeah, yeah, kids, yeah. man, just chatting. But the Euros, next wait, this year, this year, next year, this year. No, Euros is this year, isn't it? Oh, sh- is it this year? I don't even know, bro. No, it is, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, it is this year. It is, it is. That is crazy. So. Yeah, it is this year. Yeah, I'm bugging off. Yeah, up. it is this year. It's crazy. But my pick is France. What, to win the Euros? Yeah. Yeah, I think France. I think, I think France are the favourites. I think France definitely got that. I'll say it out. France, Portugal, maybe. But I don't really rate Belgium, man. I don't really rate them that much. No, it's Belgium have individuals, but they, for some reason they can just never put it together as a team. And now Hazard, their best player, who's a bit off form. Or even you can even say Lukaku's their best player, or De Bruyne. De Bruyne, yeah. Team. But obviously, I think Hazard's their the X factor in it. But mm. well, he has been in the past. I think now De Bruyne is probably their best best player. But they got Mertens as well. He's he's good. Yeah, they have got some good players. They do have some good players, but they just never can put it together as a team. And I don't really. I don't know. It's a bit of a weird mm. one. But I think, yeah, I agree. France are probably the favourites. Yeah, I'll say, like, of course, England, they are definitely a dark horse in that. I'm really excited. Another team that loads of individuals, loads of talent, but can never, when it gets to the crunch <laughs> moments, they can mm. just seem to bottle it all the time. So who would be your starting lineup for the England squad? Formation and players. Top of your head. <sighs> Top of my head. Oh, that's a... That's a tricky one. Um, Techy one. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so... Formation first. Formation, I'd go... Four, I'm going to keep it basic. I'll go 4-3-3. Three, three. Mm. Um, so, in goal... I mean, England, don't, they're not really blessed with loads of keepers. Like, top I'll, quality I'll keepers. Pick, I'll probably pick um, Nick Pope. Yeah, Nick Nick Pope, Dean Henderson. I mean, Dean Henderson hasn't really played a lot, so you can't really. But yeah, Nick Pope. Nick Pope's a shout. Pickford is a bit shaky, man. No, I don't. I don't, I don't really I, rate I don't Pickford. like Pickford, man. Um, yeah, the the goalkeeper's a bit of an iffy one, but um. I'll say Pope. We'll yeah. Okay, we'll go with Pope. Back line Stones and. The thing is, I'll say Maguire because. He just plays week in, week out for United. I think he's a good defender, but I think he's definitely got weaknesses that will be exposed on the world level. Like, if he's got someone like Mbappe running at him, he's just going to yeah, get could, dusted. It like, could be a bit ropey. Yeah. Um, I mean, after the season that Luke Shaw's had, he has to be a left back. Um, and I think Carl Walker should be right back because I rate Carl Walker highly. His athleticism and, and obviously he's plays for City as well, like, so he knows how to play play ball yeah. Um, yeah I like how Kyle Walker's more more defensive these days like, yeah no one can rip him yeah his recovery speed is crazy it's insane bro crazy yeah 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 so yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely agree with that um yeah this is where it gets a bit difficult yeah. the free midfield the midfielders are the top um, one um I'd put I'd put Declan Rice at the base as a CDM um I'd play I'd play Mount, you know, I'd play Mason Mount as as like a... Number eight. Eight, yeah. Because yeah. I think just the way his, for, his form's, just, like, you can't leave him out. Mm. Like, how can you? Um, and who's the other one? As a 10, 
So you've got either Grealish, you've got Madison. Bowden. There's Henderson as well. Yeah. I don't think, uh, the thing is, with Henderson, Henderson is a shout because he's got experience, right? He's, he's, a, he's a leader. He's, he's older than a lot of these players that we're talking about. So Henderson wouldn't be a, sh- a bad shout to put in instead of Declan Rice. But obviously, that's a, I just think Declan Rice is a bit of a better player. But it's good to have you know, depth in that position. But I mean, as a ten, I'd I'd probably, I'd probably say Foden. I'd probably say Rice, Mount, and Foden. It's very inexperienced. Very that, very that inexperienced. Could, that could get overrun. Though. Yeah, that's that's the only problem. Yeah, it's not. That's really, the ideal. It's not really too solid though. That's the that's the other thing. You have to know who you're playing against. Because if you're playing against France, you can't play those three in midfield. Because you're just gonna get out, outrun. You're gonna have Pogba, Kante, and whoever else. So you have to see like the opposition and then take it from there but yeah man that's that's difficult I'm not gonna lie yeah, yeah. and obviously Grealish is, is, is a player as well but he's Wait. been playing on the left for Villa and I think I don't know I don't think there's a space for him on the left hand side I think I think there's a few people I'd put in ahead of him because I was thinking I'll do Henderson Rice and Grealish so and you Grealish. got so you got more stability, stability. yeah that's not a bad shot, to be honest. That's what I would prefer, personally. That's not a bad shot. Of course, Mount... Calvin Phillips is good as well. Yeah, he, he's good, but you don't really think about him in terms of, like, first names that you'd pick. Yeah, I think he's better than Henderson. <laughs> like, oh, for real? Yeah, but obviously Henderson's, Henderson's got the experience, so that's... that's. And the thing is, in reality, Henderson always gets picked over yeah, Calvin Phillips. Yeah, exactly. But, so who, you, who would your front three be? Kane up top. Yeah. I'd have... Kane up top I'd have the thing is obviously usually you'd say Sterling but his form's been dreadful yeah he's been a bit he's been he's been a bit off this season man yeah man he's been not himself or is Pep not rating him no more or is there some personal issues or something because why is he not, even, know, he's not even starting no more I think he's not starting because of the way he's playing to be honest he's just play, every time he plays he's just he just doesn't look the same I don't know whether it's a mental thing or what but he don't look the same as what he has been over the last couple of seasons so I'd go as Kane, I'd put Sancho on the right, and then, because Sancho's class, he's, yeah, he's, a baller. he's crazy. Um, I think he hit 30 plus goals and assists. His, yeah, no, his his combination of goals and assists is proper underrated, man. He's 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 a very good player. Yeah, um, I'm surprised he's been at Dortmund for so long. I think he needs, yeah. to, he needs to cut soon, yeah. come to the Premier League. Well, United are looking to... Yeah. Um, and then left... On left, the left... left to be honest, Grealish has a, has a big shot. I know I said there's not room for him, but he does have a, a shot because, like I said, Sterling isn't playing amazing. you got Rashford as well. I think in, Rashford just gives you loads of pace as well, isn't it? like in, over Grealish. Um, or you could always play Foden left wing as well. Yeah, Foden. It's options. It's options, man. It's, it's definitely one, options. So, yeah, that's all we got time for, man. Thank you, Cass, for coming on the show and being an amazing guest. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. Like, it's always good to have different people on the show. We finally got someone who's working with social media but the sport inside of things, so that's nice. Yeah. You definitely gave me a different insight of how it, how it all works. And it sounds really enjoyable, man, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, it is, man. And to be honest, it's a niche, it's a niche market, so not many people know about it. Um, and it's good like that we've been able to talk about it to this to this extent. 
Yeah, for real. So there's a lot of a lot of wins, a lot of W's. Yeah, dubs, man. Straight dubs. Yeah, facts. So where can we find you, man? Um, um, funnily enough, I'm obviously I work in social media, but um, I'm only, I'm only on Instagram myself. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really have Twitter or anything. So my Insta is at q.zd. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the only socials that I use personally. Okay, say no more. So I'll be sure to put that in the bio. Yeah. You already know how it goes. More episodes coming out. Thank you for listening. Cheers.